Hello, production world. This is Les Goldberg, and welcome to The Road Ahead. The Road Ahead podcast is courtesy of LMG, with your host, Les Goldberg. Hello, production world, and welcome to The Road Ahead. This week, I have three amazing guests. I have Marty Hom who is a tour manager. I have Sooner Ruthier, who's a tour designer, and I have Omar Abdurrahman. And Omar is a production manager as well. Welcome to the show, everyone. Hi, it's good to be with you, Les. Hello, hello. Uh, I am glad you are all here in this world. I want to throw this right to Omar, the first question. When do you think we're going to be experiencing a live show again? And in the world that you've lived and the thousands of shows you've done, I want to know, are we going to be doing them? And, and what's the time frame as well as do you think we're going to be doing it in person or we're going to be doing virtually or both? Oh, boy. You, you gave me uh, an easy one to start with, Les. Well, great to be with you. Look, I, I don't have uh, the bona fide answer. My, my guess would be, uh, this fall, if the NFL plays, I'm very optimistic that, you know, acts that can get on the road and get going without having to, you know, spend four months in rehearsals, you know, that type of act could get a tour together and do something in the late fall, early winter. That's my optimistic hope. I don't know that, that that's 100% going to happen, but that's what I hope will happen. And and I think it it really comes down to, uh, you know, will the audience be willing to uh, come and gather? And, and my answer to that is always yes. If, if they're fans of a band or an artist, they're going to come. Some with a mask, some without. But uh, like I said, I'm optimistic that it'll be uh, late fall, early winter. So, so sooner, do you share uh, Omar's feeling and approach toward uh, when people are coming back? And, and sooner, do you think you're going to have to not only design the real show, but design some virtual show? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree with Omar here. Um, I mean, we are doing some form of live shows now, right? The drive-in concert thing is happening. There's even tours of these drive-in concerts happening now. So I think people just want to see live music. And as soon as they can do that, they're, they're going to want to see it. Um, I mean, we've always sort of created, they've been doing a lot of live streams from concerts in, the, in recent years, right? The, the, where they'll, they'll actually film the, the show to be put live on Facebook or Instagram live or whatever, YouTube. So I think that that's just going to continue and people will be experiencing it both through the internet as well as live as they were before uh, COVID happened for sure. Got it. And, and Marty, where are you on this? When are we going to be in a venue where we're going to be talking about loading in trucks? Do you share Omar's you, thought? Uh, no. Well, I have to tell you, I was trying to be hopeful and optimistic that uh, like Omar, I was hoping that we'd see shows in November and December. And uh, now I'm being a realist. And I, to be honest with you, I don't see shows happening or tours happening until probably next year, May, June, July. Look, if our business is going the way of the live streaming and the drive-ins, I'm going to retire because I've watched some of those live streaming zoom shows and i've seen some of those driving shows i have to tell you I, i'm just going to get out of the business i'm going to pack it up and and call it a day are you saying that i shouldn't be buying tickets to drive-ins i'm wearing, i'm not sure where the, the bathrooms are in the drive-in but you know and, it's just and not, i'm not sure you know what, how high the stage has to be unless it's just it's just not for me i i will tell you that you know our model our business model 
is not meant for social distancing. It's not meant for the mm-hmm. COVID-19. Our business is meant to pack arenas with 15,000 people or stadiums with 20,000 people or theaters with 2,000 people. It's meant to uh, have people screaming and interacting. And, the, and as Omar and, and Sunar will tell you, it's the one magical moment when you say go house lights and the lights go off and everyone starts screaming and your favorite artist is playing your favorite song. That is our model. And look, I've tried to wrap my head around this to figure out how we should do this any other way. And the answer that I always come back to is we really can't. We have to go back to the model as it was before. It, it can't change for us. So uh, it's it's just a number of days, however many days, whether it's six months, a year, whatever the cycle takes for the um, for obviously there to be a solution to this pandemic. So I want to shift this conversation to something different because we're all in a business that it seems to be so much fun when you're out there and you're experiencing it. So, you know, what is it, Omar, that you like or love about the touring industry and what's the most fun that you have doing it? You know, Les, I would have to say that that we're we're so blessed that we've been able to go all over the world and and do all this type of stuff, and 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 that's fine. And and not to sound jaded, but once you've you know been to the Great Wall of China a few times and the pyramids and this and that, the travel it really doesn't mean that much. For me, it really comes down to, to the camaraderie of of the people the guys and gals who i work with you know specifically on the crew and 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 on staff and and some folks have been with me for 10 15 20 years and uh, it really makes the difference it's it's a family type of thing uh, we we pull together and have a great time and and really it, it's just that camaraderie of of those people that that are so great at their jobs that uh, it makes all the difference so, so you have your road family and you have your your family like your wife or your kids. So absolutely, absolutely. The, the question is, like who do you spend more time better. with? <laughs> well, it used to be my road family. Now, with the virus, it's certainly my real family. <laughs> hey, 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 I'm going to shift. Hey, sooner, I'd like for you to yeah. kind of maybe address this question. What's the most fun for you in doing these these shows, these tours that you design? It's so funny because it's actually the exact same thing for me. Uh, I love the people. I love meeting and collaborating with so many different individuals. So lucky to be able to do that. Um, And also just to like touch on what Marty said a few minutes ago, um, there's nothing like the energy of thousands of people coming together to experience that live music and production at the same time. It's addictive. Um, that's one of my favorite parts of any uh, production experience is that first night when the house lights go down and you're nervous and freaked out, but also super excited to see this thing that you've been just pouring your soul into come alive. So, so um, Marty, obviously, based on the scale and the size of the tours, what is the thing that jazzes you most about touring? Um, I'm 100% in agreement with your other two guests. I the camaraderie of the people, it, 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 you know, when, and we, we talk about this often, it, it, it's the family, you know, you talk about your road family and that's what it truly is. Uh, you know, like Omar, some of the people I've worked with, including Omar, you know, I've worked with for 10, 15, 20 years. And, and it is uh, by far the camaraderie that keeps us going. You know, I also think that the other thing is the sense of accomplishment, uh, whether you're doing a stadium tour or an arena tour, 
whether you're doing them in the best of conditions or the worst of conditions, you know, you get that show up, you call the house lights, the fans start screaming, and you know everybody that is on that tour had a little part to make that happen every night. That, uh, you know, that that always gets to me when, when, the, when you can do it for the fans and, and uh, make it a, a, a dream for them. You, you know, I know a lot of people that are completely um, jazzed by whichever artist they're totally into, and it means so much to the audience. And when these artists go around and hit a number of cities around the U.S. and the world, that that it makes such a difference, um, and, and people can be like cult-like. So would you think the touring industry will, will change as a result of all the stuff that we're experiencing now? When we come back, will the rules be different, or will, when we come back, will that really have had to change to, so we can go back to some sense of the way we used to do it? So I'm throwing this to Omar. I think definitely there there's going to be changes, and I certainly can can agree with Marty's timeline that that I could not see any shows till next year. But I, I think, in my opinion, that 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 if there's a chance that an artist will go out, even if it's every other seat or or half the people come to the arena, and this and that. I think people will come to see the bands and acts that they love, even in that limited capacity. So I sense some of that will happen. But regular and major tours, I totally agree with Marty from before that it's not till next year. Absolutely. Uh, I would say from a production side, Les, definitely there's going to be changes. Uh, I see us having to travel when we go, you know, later this year, next year, whatever. We're going to probably have to have some medical personnel on tour with us. Maybe not a doctor, but, you know, like on a movie set, uh, an RN or someone like that. Obviously, the arenas will will have some checks and things in place when you enter the building. But us as the tour, we're going to have to have our own scanners and thermometers and, if you will, around the the artist dressing room compound and backstage. And we're going to, you know, we're going to have to be figuring out ways to disinfect the buses, uh, you know, and we're going to have to travel with maybe that RN or whomever it is with a portable COVID testing rig that if someone gets the virus that, that they can be sent home immediately to, to early detection. So definitely, definitely there's going to be changes and then there certainly is going to need to be medical personnel brought out, especially for the next, I think, couple of years. So, so take that same concept sooner and start thinking about will your show design actually change as a function of this in any way? Do you see that, that the design has to change or is the design re- re- retained? What are your thoughts? Um, I mean, for now, like basically artists typically want to see a different design for every album cycle that they, they take out. So I don't think it's going to be necessarily that we keep the same design going every single tour. I'm sure that they're going to want to continue to keep that creative collaboration going from like, for me, design wise, I probably am going to try to stick to stuff off the shelf as much as possible. So I think it's important that vendors aren't having to sub rent here in order to make a massive lighting package happen. So in the past, in recent years, I've been accepting a lot of substitutes anyway. Like I'll just have my large profile spot, chosen and I'll say, okay, it could be this one, this one, this one, or this one, depending on what vendor, but I'll continue that so that there's not as much sub rental going on. Um, and also just trying to use set pieces, repurpose set pieces that are already on the shelf. That way things don't have to be built. Um, cause it's a pretty massive amount of money that an artist has to put up front, 
um, in order to build that stuff. So trying to not make them as bespoke as I love, but um, yeah, trying to repurpose. So, so you're going to do more with less, so to speak, to, to try to find Hopefully. those efficiencies. And, and so, and, and Marty, uh, do you think the shows will be as big? No, not at all. I mean, just I think yesterday or the day before yesterday, Live Nation came out with a letter to all the uh, agencies and basically uh, asking that all the artists are going to take a cut in their guarantees. Well, less money for the artists, mm -hmm. I think, means less production, uh, less mm -hmm. costs. I also agree with Omar. I think we, we face challenges ahead, especially from the medical standpoint. You know, we put eight to 12 people on a tour bus on a 45 foot tour bus. And uh, so I definitely think that, uh, you know, uh, medical personnel, I think we're going to have to do testing, whether it's every show day. And then we face the questions, Omar, what happens if a person on a bus is found positive? Do we have to send the whole bus home? So, you know, there are challenges ahead for us. And uh, absolutely. You know, do you think artists will consider doing maybe multiple nights in a smaller venue than to, to try to cover the number of people that want to see the show versus going to a large arena? Omar, do you think that would be a, a scenario that will happen? Or do you think, you know, that that's not likely? It, you know, it's that's really a, a tough one to answer, Les. In, in certain instances, yes, a bit of that can be accomplished. But at the same time, that then increases the or doubles almost if you will the production cost for the band to be on the road twice as long to do that many shows so it, it's a real catch-22 but like marty was saying earlier with i think it's going to be lower ticket prices and probably uh, multiple nights it, it all it all depends I, it, it's a tough one to answer but i guess my answer would be i think there'll be a little bit of it but but not a huge amount of it and and marty what are your thoughts on that I, I think at this point, all options are going to be looked at by artists. I think, you know, to get the, they're going to have to figure out how to get them back on the road, how to get them back economically and what makes the most financial sense. So I think all options at this point are, are going to be wide open. Interesting. So take me into the future sooner. Take me into the future. What will touring look like a year from now? Because a year from now, you know, I, I have to think the world's going to look a little bit better. I hope so. <laughs> um, okay, we all, all do. <laughs> that is now. a great answer. <laughs> great answer. <laughs> Let's hope that happens. Let's hope we're all looking at a better world a year from now because, damn, stuff's got to change. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's really hard to be able to put on the, the old time machine and, and try to look forward at this. Um, I honestly, I, I just, I guess I'm going to just answer it in that. I hope so. I hope that we are back to normal. I hope that um, the live concert industry is booming and that everybody is working again, making money, being able to feed their families and pay their mortgages. That would be great. Um, I just don't know. Unfortunately, you know, like how like, there'll be a lot of safety precautions, you know, that going into a concert venue to see a show is going to be different until we get a vaccine. So what that looks like, I can't exactly specify, but um, I sure hope that we're at least 
watching our favorite bands on stage doing some cool stuff <laughs> you know so, playing some so, great well, music well i i am on board for the cool stuff for sure yeah so so omar a year from now Will we be talking about a tour that you're on doing and maybe we have some different protocol, but you'll be out, how do I say, getting the lights off and people screaming and and uh, that energy that was described as the thing that kind of rocks everyone's world? I Absolutely. Uh, I really think that's going to be the case. People will will if you know if if an artist is going to do a tour and 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 he has obviously they have that fan base people will come if you if you say you have to go through these detectors you have to wear a mask to come and see my show this and that i think people will come and and the shows you know like like marty was saying they will be smaller because of uh, costs and so on ticket prices probably will be lower artist guarantees probably lower and stuff like that so my answer is a very optimistic yes that in some way shape or form we will be doing tours we will figure out you know how to keep you know eight people on a bus and and somewhat you know try to keep people healthy and uh, and get back to the get back to what what we do i think everyone is going to have to learn to live with this and adapt we can't just turn a blind eye to it either but we're going to have to learn to live with it adapt and make things happen to ensure people's safety as best we can Sure. And, and Marty, do you share the view of uh, Sooner's optimistic view or uh, Omar's optimistic view? What is your view a year from now? And hopefully, as you said earlier, you're not in retirement. Here's, here's, I'm going to be the I'm going to be the pessimist out of the out of the, the three of us. We did need one and we have one today. So you, you're officially hired as the pessimist. Here's what my concern is. My concern is uh, for all the men and women who work in the touring industry right now. And, uh, you know, we're going to see some attrition. We're going to definitely lose some great men and women who just can't wait a year to go tour again. And that's really my concern. You know, I hope, my hope is that they all hang in there and, and try to wait till we get uh, back up and running and that they'll come back and, and join us on tour. But, you know, I understand, you know, people have to have bills to pay. They have to pay mortgages. They have to pay rent. They have to, they have car payments and, and, you know, at this point they're, they're probably going to have to do what they have to do just to make some money until they can get back to work again. So I'm hopeful that, that they come back, but uh, I know there's going to be some attrition in our business for sure. You know what, at least from all of you, you share some positive view that we're coming back to this. It's just about time frame. It's about changing the approach of how we do it with maybe some safety precautions. But there's one thing that is common among all the voices on this call is that the lights turning down, the audience screams, and that energy that comes provides a cathartic release and, a, and an experience for those fans that can never really ever go away. So this is like a temporary setback for our, the touring industry. But, um, you know, as the uh, through any setback in time, we've always come over and overcome these obstacles. And uh, it'll be amazing to see what the other side looks like. I want to thank all three of you. You're all super amazing, talented. And uh, if I went through your resumes, I would have the who's who of the greatest artists in the world uh, for each one of you. And I'm proud to be able to have you on my podcast today. And I look forward to working with you all in some capacity on a tour in the future. And I want to thank you, Omar. I'd like to thank you, 
sooner. And I'd like to thank you, Marty. You all are great, awesome people. And uh, I look forward to a, uh, hey. a better touring future for all of us. So thank you again. Hey, Les. Les, hey, yes. I have one. Les, I got one thing to add before you let us all go. And I think I sure. can speak for all of us. Yes. Is that, uh, as Omar would say, the guys and the gals or the men and women who work in the touring industry are some of the strongest, resilient, smartest people, you know, around. And I just want them to be hopeful and hang in there. And uh, hopefully we'll get back to work and uh, we'll be doing shows again. So, Marty, I accept your inspiration and uh, I, 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 will, I will counter it with some perspiration. And, and ultimately, you know, I guess you have to have just a, a little bit of optimism you know, the world uh, will, will find its way and we'll find our way back uh, and, 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 and we'll get on the road back uh, and tour and bring happiness to all those people. Again, thank yeah. you all. I appreciate it. You all are amazing and uh, have a great day and be well. Thanks, Thanks Les. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. Good talking to everybody. Bye-bye. 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 You know, as I think about my uh, conversation today with these three touring professionals, I really got a sense that while we're down and out now, we will be back. And uh, the touring business has gone through a lot of different gyrations. And it might look slightly different when we come back the other side, but touring is officially here to stay. This is Les Goldberg and The Road Ahead. <laughs>